Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. excited i can't wait just had a big trade go through which may have some implications on the washington football team todd how you feeling yeah big trade uh there's one more that if it would fall into place would kind of make you feel really good about the prospects of washington i'll get to that when we start talking about those things but uh you know i am I, well, last time I said I was feeling nervous. I don't know. I don't feel nervous. I'm just anxious. I'm just anxious to get started, see what's going to happen, uh, you know, doing everything I can to temper my expectations and just be happy, you know, that they that the team, Washington, will add a solid, good to great player at whatever position it is, you know. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I'm just – I'm just – man, I'm, I'm <laughs> like smiling. It's – I really, honestly, I don't remember being, because I'm always like invested in the draft for sure, but I don't remember just feeling so much intrigue and and so much excitement, not knowing what's going to happen. And I'm sure it's happened before. I just don't remember it, but I really don't know what I'll be doing after the draft. Like seriously, (laughs) I don't know. I'll have so much free time on my phone and in my head. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I'm, I'm just, it's man, it's like 29 hours from when we're recording this or something like that. 30 hours, 32 hours. I don't know something, but it's going to, it's going to roll through fast and then it'll be gone. So I guess we, 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 as much as the waiting sucks, like we have to enjoy this part of it because once it's over, it's over. And I mean, yeah, again, that's when we hit the dead zone. So, as always, episodes are brought to you by Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. Try out their Nashville-style chicken sandwiches. It will change your life. Need to go there. Haven't been there in a while. So, we're going to go and not exactly do a mock draft, but just do a walkthrough. We're not doing, we're not doing a full practice. We're just doing a half-speed walkthrough. We're going to walk through each pick and just talk about uh, scenarios, players, and, and all that sort of thing. So, you want to – well – I guess we'll we'll touch on like the trade that just happened once we get there, right? Okay. Did you want to touch on uh, Eric Flowers? That's right, Eric Flowers trade. I mean, you know, I tweeted a video about it, and I pretty much I just it was first of all it was a good deal. You just swap seventh, so that's nothing, and you don't have to pay him his whole contract. You can cut him after the season with no dead cap. It makes sense. He he left for one year. You didn't have to pay him. You get him back at at nothing. <laughs> so yeah. I think it was a really good move. If nothing else, it gives you depth and, you know, uh, options. Um, but at most, it, it gives you, you know, 
some level of comfort in the event that you can't get an offensive lineman in the draft for whatever mm-hmm. reason or that Brandon Sheriff is no longer with the team. Those are my thoughts on it. Yeah, I I I love the I love the trade. Um I immediately thought that we were kind of lacking. I know I, I said earlier in the day, I said, man, our O line is is really trash. I mean, you got Moses who's <laughs> getting older, you know, you got Ruye who's a beast, you got Sheriff who's pushing 30, but on a one year deal essentially. And then that whole left side is is I mean up in up in question. Then, you know, you get Eric Flowers. That, that kind of helps a lot. And then say if you draft someone at 19, like a Darsaw, then immediately that O-line goes from a medium skill to, okay, it's high, it's, it's high impact. And it, it's not necessarily matching the defensive line on, on the defense, but I think it's almost there if you get a left tackle here at 19 or you trade up for one. So I think it was a good trade. And like you said, you're only paying them $3 million this year, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And uh, you swap sevens, and uh, I think Chad Forbes, his name. Yeah, he 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 mentioned something about the front office and said this was like a steal, uh, mm-hmm. a, a great deal, and it's just a sign to come that our front office is starting to get it. And um, yeah, I loved it. I, I didn't want to see him go, but hey, he had to get paid. But I'm glad to see he's back. So, right. Um, one thing one thing that stood out to me is he mentioned the O line coach numerous times in the, in the interview. Yep. And that's interesting. They said Matsko, he I think he said that he had he interviewed him or or spent time with him a couple of times. Carolina liked them a lot. So it's good to see the, the theme around this team is that the coaches, positional coaches, coordinators have a plan for what they want to do specifically for the players they bring in, as opposed to the, the front office bringing players in and having mm-hmm. to make it work. Right, right. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Um that is, it's a nice change up from what we're used to players being brought in with the purpose that is in line with the, with everybody. So yeah, uh, it, it'll be, you know, you've got him now, you've got Schweitzer and then you've got Sadiq Charles, who's obviously unproven, but a guy you're, they're still definitely hoping to see something from and Sheriff. So, you know, you have what seems like maybe four starter level players, varying levels of skill, but what you are, what you think are starter level players. So that's kind of what makes you think is something coming, but I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Uh, That's the exciting way to think the boring way to think is that they just brought him in for depth. And you know, if so, that's not bad. It's just boring. All right. You want to go ahead and get into this starting at pick number one? Yes. Let's go ahead and pick number one. They are taking Trevor Lawrence. I think there's no question about it. Yeah. I'm going to back that up. Obviously. Um, Trevor Lawrence is the unique person in this draft and um, he could have been number one pick last year so <laughs> I think that's part of the reason why Urban Meyer took the job uh, <laughs> right yeah and um, so yeah I, I think you think it's possible that um, the backup gets traded Minshew can't Minshew you think he gets traded during um, the draft or I don't know to who I think it's it may be possible but I don't think it's going to happen yeah, I think they'll hold on to him because they'll like that they have a, a solid backup who can come right. in and play if needed. <clears throat> okay, so number two, the New York Jets. It's interesting how quickly this seemed to have become a foregone conclusion, but it just they're taking Zach Wilson. I mean, anything other than that would be just completely shocking, which is interesting. 
because I don't I I I would think there'd be more argument or debate between him and Fields mainly, but I think it's going to be Zach Wilson, and that's I mean there will be no surprises at the top two, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't like Wilson. Um, I think he's going to go there too. I'm not as high on him as as many others. I'm kind of if I think out of all the quarterbacks in the first round, I think he'll bust. Um, Interesting. I'm not saying he will, but I think he, out of all the quarterbacks, I think he will be the one that busts. And it's the situation in New York. Um, I'm just not sold. I mean, look, they're all like they're not all going to be successful. So right. you pick any one of them, and it seems crazy, but I, it's it's definitely possible. Um, pick number three, where the draft really starts to begin. We know what position, but we don't know what player. I don't know where you stand, Tay. I think that they are going to – I'm going to stand on this, and this is pretty much what I've been saying. I think they are going to take Justin Fields. I don't think they're going to take Mac Jones, who is a good player. I think they're taking Justin Fields. Yeah, it's, it's clear that Fields is going here. Um, okay. How is, is it clear? <laughs> uh, I just think it's no way that they're that dumb to miss out on him. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think he's a high-level talent. I think he should be going number two, and he could push number one Fields. I just think he's that good. Um in fact, I think New York's going to regret passing on him if they do, in fact, go Wilson. But I do think San Francisco goes Fields. I just think he's the second best quarterback in the draft. Okay. I want them to. I want. I would love for them to go Mac Jones. But if they go Mac, if they go Mac Jones, it's going to get crazy. Yeah. Because that means Fields and or Lance is going to drop seven to nine range. Yeah. Yeah. I. Well. I. Well. I agree. Yeah. Um, that one or the other would, uh, you know, which takes us to number four, where talk about what makes the most sense. If you really think about it, and Kyle Pitts is a really good player, he's going to be a very, very good player. But how much sense does it make for the Falcons to take him at four? They're not short on offensive weapons. They have Julio yeah. Jones. I know he's getting older. He may be, he maybe he'll get traded. I know Julio Jones. They've got Calvin Ridley. They've got a young guy engaged who is also coming along. They also have not what's what's their tight um. Hunter Hurst, what's his name? Hurst, something Hurst. Hurst, Hurst, Hurst. Hayden Hurst, Hurst. right? Mm-hmm. Hayden Hurst, Hayden I think. Hurst. Yep. Right. And then you still got Matt Ryan, who can get the ball to all of them. Kyle Pitts would be would be an embarrassment luxury. of riches. He'd be a luxury. On top of that, if they were going to try to improve the team outside of quarterback, it would make the most sense to go defensive because that was their problem. Was the defensive mm-hmm. side of the ball could score with everybody, couldn't stop anybody. And I don't know that there's a defensive player worthy of being picked at four. Right. There are no Chase Youngs this year. Micah Parsons. I don't know if he's the number four pick. There's no one on the defensive line. There's really no cornerbacks. Maybe JC Horn. There's really no safety. So, so they're not going defense. I don't think, I do not think they're taking Kyle Pitts. I think the two things that would make the most sense are to trade back. I think that's where you get the most value or to take a quarterback. Uh, Benjamin Albright said that they are all over Trey Lance. Have no reason not to believe him. So I think they're going to take Trey Lance at four. He'd be sitting right there. Arthur Smith took over. He was with Ryan Tannehill in uh, in Tennessee, and just the mobility and the arm strength, everything that Trey Lance offers, and the opportunity to have him sit. I just think that um, I think that that is what what's going to happen there. The only the only consideration is the owner and the head coach were apparently not on the same page, and now they are. In my mind, I'd say they're on the owner's page because he's the owner. He's not the new head coach. And in my mind, the owner would not want a quarterback there because he would think the team can still compete. They shouldn't have gone 4-12. and So he would say, 
we should probably trade back, add some picks for this year, maybe next year. Maybe next year we get the quarterback while adding more players this year. So I think it's trade back or, or Lance, but I'm going to say it's Lance. I'm going to say trade back as well, but I'm going to go a different route. Uh, I think the offensive line was terrible last year. I'm going to go Penny Sewell mm. there at number four. I think you okay. get more bang for your buck there, uh, if not trade back to uh, six or seven range for someone who wants pits, maybe Miami. And um, Sewell should be there at seven, possibly. Yeah. That would so, make sense. Yeah, I think I think Sewell's there because they're I mean Matt Ryan's still there. Yeah. Um their their weapons, they have so many weapons. Right. And I just think that's a good fit. Protect them. I think they struggled in uh their offensive line struggled last year. Yeah, they yeah, and they need help. And um I think yeah, if I was them, I'd I would definitely be having trouble deciding between quarterback or trade back. But if I was gonna trade back, I would I would trade back like multiple times and, and get picked right. from multiple teams right. if I were going to do that. But, okay, offensive line there. That would that would definitely be a curveball, though. People would not anticipate that. At number five at Cincinnati, I think they will go offensive line. I think they have to. The options for weapons there, you know, Kyle Pitts, possibly Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, they're all fantastic options. But how, does, how much does it matter if either your quarterback doesn't have time to get them the ball or it gets hit and hurt and is not even on the field to throw them the ball. On top of the fact that they have the fifth pick in the second round and they can just, you know, pick somebody there, which there's a deep wide receiver class. So I think it's going to be Sewell or Slater. I'd say Sewell. I think the Bengals are going to take Sewell at five. Okay, and I'm going to go. I think they stay there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Chase or uh... – Slater, Sewell kind of kind of thing if if Atlanta doesn't take Sewell there. I think, like you said, it's important for them to – for Cincinnati to protect their quarterback. And you look at um, how Sewell won the, the, out, the Outland Trophy. And for both situations, for Atlanta and Cincinnati, um, he only gave up seven pressures and two hits the, the year that he played. And uh, he's only 20 years old and – I think you have your cornerstone locked up. So Atlanta, I, I see Sewell going between this Sewell Slater. I think if Sewell goes four, I can see Slater going five because I think that the offensive line will lineman will start to to roll out. So I'm gonna say Chase or Slater slash Sewell if Sewell doesn't go four. Okay, six Miami. They're adding a weapon. I think undoubtedly, assuming Pitts isn't gone at four. I would say it's either Pitts because I know he is a tight end, but you can just use him in so many different ways because they do have Mike Gusecki, but he doesn't, you know, you not only can you have them both on the field at the same time, you could have three wide receivers, but Pitts could be lined up out wide. He could be lined up in the slot. So there's no issue there. So I'd say Pitts or, or Waddle, uh, you know, because they played with two, uh, Waddle or Smith. I just say Waddle. I just think that speed opposite of Devonte Parker, you know, will just, really entice them teams fall in love with speed and i mean i fall in love with speed so right. i'm gonna say Pitts or waddle for miami at six okay uh six i go pits pits or um pits I'm, I'm gonna say pits i think you need that weapon to uh, tight end tight end is quarterback's best friend and Pitts is just a freak of nature and uh, i wish we were in a spot to get him, but obviously that would be a luxury for us at that point. But um, I think you want to get Tua, his a guy, 
I mean, obviously you look at Waddle and someone he worked out with, but and and Atlanta and Alabama, but I want to say Pitts there for Miami, and he's going to love him. Detroit, I think they have maybe the worst roster in the NFL, possibly. They lost both their starting receivers in Galladay, Galladay, and um, what's his name, um, Marvin Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then defensively, they're also terrible. And I so this this is a real tough one for me. I, I they're not going to take a quarterback. They're going to let Jared Goff get his chance. I'm going to say that they'll add a a receiver here. Smith Waddle Chase. One of the three. Yeah, I see trade back or Smith Waddle Chase as well. I think you need your weapons. You have nothing right now. You got golf coming in. You need to get him some weapons. I see either trade back to with the Patriots or Washington, possibly. Or Chicago. Or Chicago at where they at? Chicago's 20. at 20. So, um, and then move back and kind of get some more capital because you yeah. draft is deep at receiver. You still probably be able to get a Bateman at 20, maybe. Yeah, Bateman so. for sure. I mean, and Elijah Moore later, Tony yeah. later. I mean, for sure. Why, like, if you're, if you're a team looking for wide receiver and two or three of the top guys are gone, trading right. back, adding picks, I mean, that makes sense because you'll be able yeah. to get them. It would make sense for the for the uh, Lions to trade back and add some picks, like take a steep move back, add some picks next year, uh, just because they're like they're in a rebuild. They are. Yeah. They I don't know if yeah. they know that they are, but they are. So Carolina at eight, they just traded Teddy Bridgewater away. They also traded for Sam Darnold, gave up a second next year, a sixth this year, a fourth next year. Sam Darnold is the most experienced and currently the best quarterback on their roster. Uh, but I don't think that they are going to draft a quarterback at eight. Mm-hmm. I think that once San Francisco moved up to three, they whoever their guy was, I don't know if it was Mac Jones, who they had at the Senior Bowl, or Fields or Lance, I don't know who, but I think that they, they are out on, out on it. I think they are another trade-back candidate, get what mm-hmm. they can, get as many assets as they can. If Darnold doesn't work out, we'll try again next year or stay put. And I think upgrade the defense, Micah Parsons. That's good. I was going to say that either the number one quarterback, a linebacker or a linebacker, J.C. Horn possibly or Micah yeah. Parsons. I think mm-hmm. they go. Yeah, I could see that from the Panthers. Um, and then another one, Denver just traded for Teddy Bridgewater. They also have Drew Lock. I want to say – I mean, it would be a mistake for the Broncos to take a quarterback here. There's two teams where it'd be a mistake, the Broncos and the and the Bears. Both of those teams, uh, both of those head coaches are on the hot seat. The Bears head coach and GM are on the hot seat. So the Broncos take a quarterback and then, you know, quarterbacks don't typically, even if they're successful, it doesn't typically lead to team success. And then you fire Vic Fangio and then you have this quarterback and you have to bring in a coach to work with the quarterback and that never goes well. Mm-hmm. Also, they traded for Bridgewater to bring in that veteran competition for Locke because they are not done with Locke. I know they want to see more of Locke. I'm sure they want to see more of Locke. They want to see another year with these weapons. They want to see him, if he can stay healthy and then play well. So I think that the Broncos, I know, seven, eight, nine, I think those are really, I think those are three strong trade back candidates, whether that's, again, with the Patriots, whether that's with Washington or with Chicago. 
I could see them making a move back and from there taking a, again, a cornerback or linebacker or an offensive lineman. Dar saw if they stay put, maybe they go Dar saw mm-hmm. they go horn, but I think they're a strong trade back candidate for sure. I'm going to say this is where fields, if he doesn't get picked by San Fran at three or, and, or, um, Trey Lance, this is a spot I think one of them will get drafted. Um, so I'm going to say Fields here. I don't okay. think they're going to. I don't think Denver's going to draft Fields or Lance here, right here at number nine. I think this is the gotcha. sweet spot after that trade. I think um, seven, eight, nine is where Trent is where Lance or Fields is going to go if they drop. I think that's the furthest they drop right right through that sweet spot, seven to nine, seven through nine. Yeah, yeah. All right, ten to Dallas. Ten, eleven, twelve is 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 a is a bad spot for Washington. Uh, Dallas needs to upgrade their defense, like undoubtedly, um, more so after the defensive line. I mean, I don't necessarily see them going along the defensive line with someone like Quee Pay or Greg Rousseau necessarily. Um, their linebackers are, you know, have been pretty solid typically. I think Micah Parsons would still be an option here. Sean Lee just retired. Jalen Smith has taken a bit of a step back. Um, but I think mm-hmm. that J.C. Horn, not so much Caleb Farley, I think J.C. Horn has a legit chance of going to Dallas at 10. He'll be opposite of Trevon Diggs, who you draft in the second round, and then you start to feel good about your cornerbacks. And, and Mareg is good. I think his name is pronounced Mareg, Moreg. Mm-hmm. I think it's Mareg, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, but I don't know if he's the 10th pick. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going that high, right? So I think Horn, uh, or if a guy like Pitts does fall, I just don't think they'll be able to pass up on it. Yeah, I'll go corner. Um, I'll go certain. Yeah, since I have Horn going. Yeah, that would again. He played with that's his. That he would be with his teammate Trevon Diggs yeah. too. Yeah, so. yeah, that makes sense. I think corner is is definitely going to be and and I love that. I, you know, I'm not a big first round. I'm not a big cornerback. It doesn't scare me at all. The Giants, their defense is honestly pretty solid. I think they can go either way they want. Offensively, they've added some you know weapons. Uh, but I think that they are going to go offense so that Daniel Jones has no excuse because I think they feel good about their defense. And I think if Waddle is at 11, I think they're undoubtedly taking Waddle, which Mm -hmm. honestly would be scary. You'd have Kenny Galladay, Darius Slayton, Jalen Waddle, if Saquon Barkley stays healthy and Evan Ingram, it's all on Daniel Jones. Then (laughs) it's all on Daniel Jones. I don't think they'll go offensive line here. I know they took Andrew Thomas, so I don't think that they will, uh, that they'll look to add, you know, an interior offensive lineman or a right tackle this early. I think they'll go weapon if Jalen Waddle's there, maybe Devontae Smith. If not, maybe a slight move back or maybe add to that defensive line. Add maybe that's where we see the first defensive lineman go, like a Quidi Pay or Aziz Odulari, something like that. It was a long shot. Okay, yeah. Um weapon. I, yeah, I, I see either Devontae Smith, Waddle, um, Chase shouldn't drop that far. No, um, if he did, if they not, would definitely jump on it. Yeah, if, if probably, I'm gonna say Najee Harris might be a surprise pick right here. Wow, um, that would be a that would definitely be a surprise pick. <laughs> I could, I could see it because the comments he's made about, um, Saquon, the general manager, has made about Saquon kind of 
scares me a little bit. But if they yeah. were to get Naj, if they were to get Najee, man, that's still dangerous. I mean, it is. Oh it is. Goodness. Yeah, that would be. I mean, and I mean, honestly, okay. So I don't like. Th- I don't think they will take you know Najee or running back right there. But if they did. You know, Saquon, uh, they're going to have to make a decision about his fifth-year option after this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. If he stays healthy, that's a tough decision. If he gets hurt again, you can't. You have to move on from him and try to trade him or something. And so, I mean, Najee Harris is a really good running back. And past yeah. five, ten years ago, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne are probably top ten picks. Oh, or yeah. being talked about as top ten picks. The position is just undervalued. That would be mm-hmm. a curveball. I, w- I would love to see that um, <laughs> just for, like, the excitement factor. But it w- I wouldn't want to be playing against Najee here. No. Like, as oh much as goodness. we don't, like, value running backs, they are difference makers. It's weird. Yeah. We yeah. don't want to spend a lot on them in the draft or on contracts. But you want to have a great one. And if someone else has a great one, it scares you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it really yeah, does. It, it does. Seriously. I mean, Saquon, if he's healthy, he hurts Washington, too. Oh, yeah. So, that would be a shocker. Um, all right. The Eagles at 12. I think there is still some potential for the Eagles to either move up for a quarterback or if a guy falls to them at 12, mainly just Fields or Lance, which I don't think will happen for them to take him. I think there is potential for them to move up, which I hate to say, like maybe even to forward Atlanta. I don't, I, I don't know, but, uh, but I think it's possible. Otherwise you, you look at them and I mean, their whole team is kind of getting old, but offensively uh, they don't have a lot going on offensively. Right. So, I mean, at the wide receiver position, especially, they drafted Jalen Rager last year, which no matter how good he come, becomes, I think it will have been a mistake. <laughs> uh, and right. then Deshaun Jackson is gone. And then Alshon Jeffrey is gone. And then there's I mean, Goodwin, the trade undid, they, they, they voided out the trade with Goodwin because he opted out and never played. Miles mm-hmm. Sanders, the solid running back. So I think they have to go offensive weapon possibly offensive line which is also kind of old uh maybe like a vera tucker maybe a darsaw or the best left of chase waddle um um smith pitts yeah you hit it on the head there i can see o-line their o-line is getting old lane yeah. johnson's getting pretty old and getting old Peters, um, I don't know if they have him anymore. Yeah, they, I think they brought him back. him back on a one-year deal, so I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah I and mean, then, and that's the thing—you could bring in a tackle, have him at the right, and switch him over to left down the road. You know, what I'm interested about is if Washington's D line has an impact on Dallas, New York, and Philly. Mm, yeah, um, that's a fair and maybe point. they, maybe they all three go. I mean, I doubt it, but at least Giants and um. Philly, maybe they go O line. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's a solid point. It's definitely you have to prepare to play your, the teams in your division. Like you exactly. have to build your team in some ways around that. So that would make sense. Um, and with Jalen Hurts, they they have to. If if, if they are going to roll into the season with Jalen Hurts, they need to make sure that he's protected and has people to throw to, or it's you know, it's not going to. He will get Hurts. Oh, that was funny. All right, the Chargers, they've got to protect Justin Herbert, in my opinion. Weapons is not an issue for them, um, but they just got to protect him. So if Slater – I think they're a candidate to trade up uh, seven, eight, nine range, you know, if those teams don't want to move back so far or if the quarterback needy teams aren't calling necessarily, I could see them moving up for a Slater, uh, for a, a Darasaw, for a Vera Tucker. I don't know, you know, where these guys end up, but I think offensive line should be their number one priority because they have a gym 
it seems, in Justin Herbert. Their defense isn't great. It's not terrible. Uh, but but you got you got to bulk up that offensive line. So I think it's going to be offensive line for the Chargers. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow you after that. You got to protect your quarterback. They got a franchise guy, it seems like. So you got to protect them. Minnesota Vikings, man, this team is kind of – they kind of fell off a cliff somewhat. Uh, defensively, I think that this is – I think we will see the first defensive lineman go here. I think it'll be a little bit early. Again, Quidi Pay, Aziz Ojolari, uh, you know, maybe one of the defensive tackles like Christian Barmore or or uh, at Levi Onwuzuriki. On yeah, one of those guys, maybe uh, – you know, maybe linebacker, maybe J- uh, Jeremiah Usakormo or Micah Parsons, mm-hmm. but something in that front seven, I think. I mean, they, they have the potential to go cornerback as well, but I think they're going to try to build their defense inside out. And so I could see that defensive line or linebacker. Yep. Um, offensive line. Offensive line is, yeah, offensive line is potential too. Yeah, I know they've been linked to Darsar, right? Yep. So I, I'll say offensive line protect Kirk. Uh, yeah. Defense, the defense is atrocious. It seems like I don't, I don't know about the D line because they have the guy uh, the end, the two ends. Everson Griffin, Griffin, Griffin and yeah. um, yeah. And Those Pierce, guys are getting old, man. Right, I think. Yeah. Who? No, Michael Pierce is on uh, Ravens, or is he on who? Defense tackle Pierce. Pierce, how's that spelled? P. P I E R C P I E R C Kings. Let me see. <clears throat> I think they need D line, but maybe linebacker. Um, but they got bar. So uh, let's just stick with O line. I'm gonna stick Danielle with O line with them. Mm-hmm. Michael Pierce, yeah. Michael yep. Pierce, yeah. He's yep. a good defensive tackle. So I like Dalvin I like Thompson. him. So I, I don't think they'll go and Dalvin Thompson too. Yep. Yeah, so I, they're not going D-line. I, I see them protecting Kirk. This may be a trade back. Yeah, it could be. Uh, you know, if Mac Jones doesn't go three, I think he has the potential to to get into the teens. Mm-hmm. And so that could be, a, you know, a spot there. The Patriots, 15. And I know, you know, I don't know if, if they're going to do the predictable thing or if they're going to do a more Patriots type of thing. You know, in free agency, they definitely were unpredictable. And now everyone's linking them to Fields or Mac Jones or whichever quarterback they can get. There's a part of me that still feels like the Patriots will just say, hey, we can take Davis Mills in the second or third round. He'll start for us. And there's also a part of me that says we're going to just trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, get him back, and then also maybe take a guy in the second or third round. So I just, I'm really trying to figure out if the Patriots are all over the quarterbacks like that. I guess since that's what we're hearing, I'll subscribe to that line of thinking and say Patriots will move up for a quarterback for fields for fields or Jones or, 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 or even Lance. I'm going to say they move. If they stay, I'm going to say linebacker, maybe like a Zayden Collins or JOK or. Yeah, I could definitely see Parsons. Um, but I think they're going to move up too. I think they're going to be Washington's thorn in the flesh. Yeah, I think um, so, man. Yeah, I just I hate to say it, but I just think they're going to hop hop up and either get maybe Mac Jones is right there for them. Yeah, but I think they either stay and get one of those linebackers, 
hopefully um, Mac Jones falls, but if not, they're going to move up to that seven, eight, nine range, and then they're going to get either Fields or Lance. Okay, Cardinals. Patrick Peterson no longer on the team. I mean, offensively, they look pretty good in terms of weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's potential for 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 bulking up that offensive line again. A guy like Vera Tucker. Um, I, I would say, or you know, even maybe a Tevin Jenkins. It seems kind of early. I would say cornerback, uh, cornerback or linebacker maybe. Well, they took Isaiah Simmons last year, so maybe not linebacker actually. And again, I, like Marek, just it kind of seems early. They have Buda Baker, so cornerback seems to make sense. Offensive line makes sense. Yeah, linebacker, I'm gonna say for them. Uh, I know they have Simmons, but. I think that's it. I think they're going to build the defense. So I can't say linebacker DN, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. No, DN, maybe. Maybe DN with um, coming off an in- injury. Uh, who is it? Um, Not uh, ready. Chandler. Chandler. Chandler uh, Jones. Chandler Jones coming off of injury. So they may look for in Quiggy Pay, maybe. So. Yeah. Um, let me check something real quick. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. Raiders defense again I think possibly yes. offensive line also you know I know they've been b- being talked about as quarterback maybe if a guy starts to really slide uh but Raiders I would say maybe Merrick goes here maybe goes a little earlier than we all thought maybe a player like again Us Cormoa Jamming Davis if Micah Parsons slides even as Avon Collins I think anywhere from the front to the back of the defense is a possibility along the defensive line as well. Yep, linebacker here, Parsons, Davis, uh, someone athletic. <laughs> I could see them, them taking like someone freakishly yep. fast or athletic. They're going to maybe JOK right here as well. Miami at 18. You know, I could see them potentially going, you know, double dipping on offense. Uh, maybe here you see a Najee Harris or something, mm-hmm. uh, which, I mean, would make sense to me. I mean, you're really surrounding your, your guy with talent there. You know, if they wanted to bulk up the defense, they could. Uh, you know, they, they signed Cal Van Noy and then released him after one year. So, again, maybe a guy like Zayvon Collins, who who's kind of seeming more like an outside linebacker, uh, but also maybe, again, running back. I don't necessarily think – well, not wide receiver. They'd probably take that at six. So, I could see them going running back here or front seven, maybe maybe linebacker, outside linebacker. Yeah, I'll, I'll say running back here as well. I think you get your you get your weapon, maybe Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase there at uh, five at five there, right? Six, six at six, and then I think you go. Why not just build it and give them as many weapons? I mean, their defense was pretty good last year. Flores does a wonderful job, and I think you want to build your offense. What better way to have a Pitts slash Chase or an Anaji Harris? I think you just got to go off. I think I think we'll see if if he doesn't go to the Giants or 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 earlier. I think you'll see your first running back come off the board here with Najee Harris at eighteen. Washington, of course, nineteen. Uh, I mean, I think they're in the market to trade up. I don't think that they will necessarily. I think that they will either stay put or maybe make a move back. 
Um, and I think that they're going either offensive line, uh, you know, if there's a player available that they like, that they feel is worth the value at 19, linebacker, JOK or Jamin Davis or Trevon Merig. I, I think that there's potential, depending on how many of these guys are on the, you know, still available at this point, that they would, again, make a move back maybe a few spots and feel pretty good that they'll still get a player that they like while adding second or third round pick. So I think they're a candidate to trade back. Yeah, same. I think the trade back, I know someone was really high on running back. I think if if Najee Harris goes at 18, I think someone moves up for Etienne. And mm-hmm. I think uh, with that being said, I think you got to go uh, Merrick. And, I, and I'm completely happy with Merrick, honestly. So, yeah. Okay. 20, the Bears, uh, they sh- they need a quarterback, honestly, I think more than Washington. I just don't know. Again, I think it would be a mistake, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it happens. I mean, outside of that, do they look at wide receiver uh, to prepare for maybe Allen Robinson, you know, potentially leaving also just to surround their quarterback with more weapons? I think it's possible. I think it's possible they could look at wide receiver or uh, offensive line there at 20 to make sure whoever they do have installed at quarterback can do the best that they can with what they have. Yeah, I can see Bateman here maybe. Uh, yeah, that's what receiver I'm with Allen Robinson. Um, <laughs> in a situation, I think they may be ready to just move on. I wouldn't be surprised if they got a receiver and, and rescinded the franchise tag. Possible, but um, I think I, I like Bateman here for Chicago, considering the fact they don't move up and go for quarterback. Okay, and we can move a bit faster now to these last 12. The Colts, I think they need a yeah. receiver. I think they need a receiver. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is back, but they don't have a lot going on there. Carson Wentz, their offensive line is solid. I think they got to take an offensive weapon there. Running back solid, so receiver Tony Moore, uh, one of those guys. I'll hit, I'll hit Tennessee here. Um, um, receiver. If, if they can find a receiver here, they lost Corey Davis. Um, they lost Jonu Smith. Um, I think you have to go weapon here if you're Tennessee. Yeah, and both I think are trade back candidates. The Jets, I would, I would double dip on offense and make sure that my guy in Zach Wilson is fully covered, whether that's along the offensive line. When the receiver, they signed Corey Davis, they have Denzel Mims, they have Jameson Crowder. Uh, you know, I think they really, really need a running back. And I think mm-hmm. that Najee, Etienne, or even Javante Williams would be a smart pick there. I, they're they're very talented players, and you would be you'd be wise to take one of them and and have that running game to be able to fall back on to help your young quarterback. Yep, same with Pittsburgh. They need a running back yeah, bad. They I, know, they I know they're desperate. Uh, you may see you may even see them trade up, maybe Washington. Um, or, or that 19, 18, 17 range to try to get their, get a running back there. They need a running back bad. Their running game struggled last year. It was, it was actually terrible. Non, non-existent. Non-existent. So, <laughs> they may be banging the table there for Najee Harris. So wherever, wherever. Him or yeah, that would make a ton of sense. Jacksonville, same thing, man. Uh, maybe not necessarily running back, probably offensive line. But I'm, I'm making sure that my young quarterback is, is covered. Possibly wide receiver there as well. Um, yeah, just again, Tony Elijah Moore, I think would be a really good pick there. You got LaVisca Chenault, 
DJ Chark, you know, so round out that group or make sure Trevor Lawrence is protected Add a Sam Cosme, a Tevin Jenkins, maybe a um, Alex Leatherwood or, you know, just somewhere, someone in that group, make sure he's protected or has someone to throw the ball to. I think that's the route that they will go. Okay. Um, Cleveland, man, they don't have many holes. Uh, they really don't. Uh, I can't really. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe corner. Um, I could see them going JOK or Davis going linebacker yeah, as well. I could see that, yeah. Like, or yeah. or a defensive line. Yeah, let's we'll stick with that. Baltimore. You, you can like hit they, both of theirs. What do you say? You want to hit both of theirs? Who? They got 27 and 31, right? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I, I, dang, I forgot that they had two. I think they've got to add another weapon on offensive receiver. I know they took um, Hollywood Brown, and, and I'm, maybe things just aren't working out great because of their offense. But, you know, maybe at a bigger body receiver, maybe if Bateman is there, maybe Terrace Marshall sneaks into the first round. Uh, I think that they've got to add another receiving threat out there. Their running game is not a problem at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you could, yeah, yeah. Uh, receiver there, and then in free agency, I want to say they la- they lost Matthew Judon, if I'm not mistaken. Let me make sure that that's right. Uh, if so, I could definitely see Zayvon Collins being an option there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Matthew Judon signed with the Patriots, so I could see Zayvon Collins to replace him. Um, or I could see an offensive lineman again: Cosme, Jenkins, Leatherwood. Um, who's the Who's the one I'm forgetting about? Um, Dickerson. Yeah, Dickerson. Just one of those guys to replace Orlando Brown, who they just lost. Um, possibly at at 31 there too. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking either outside linebacker, offensive line, or wide receiver for the Ravens at 27 and 31. All right, then I'm going to combine New Orleans with uh, Green Bay. And they both need corners. Uh, they lost Janoris Jenkins, New Orleans did. And I don't know what's going on with Lattimore. He's been in the media lately. Yeah, he's been dealing with some things. <laughs> so uh, I think you kind of got to go corner there. As far as Green Bay, um, maybe a weapon, a receiver maybe. I, I mean, I feel like they got yeah, enough I can of see those. That. I can see that. Do you think that they would uh, would sneak one of these quarterbacks into the end of the first round to get the fifth year option? I don't know Lamont, because they still Kyle got Trask. they still got love. So, oh, you're talking about the Packers. I'm sorry, I thought we were Packers, the Saints. Yeah. My bad. My oh, bad. sorry, sorry. Yeah, I moved <laughs> to the Packers. Uh, Saints. I, I could see it. I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jameis, you're not sure, so why right. not get a guy, get a guy underneath him, so in case Jameis doesn't work out, right. you're like, all right, well, we got at least we got a guy, so that, that's possible. Yeah, I can see that. I say corner or or QB. Packers are tough to predict, but the Packers, yeah, Packers are tough to predict. Um, let's all go Bill. <laughs> I guess I'll go Bills and Bucks just to round it out. Um, Bills, I mean, they're another well-rounded team, right? Uh, you know, maybe if they want to. You know, I don't think Fryermuth is going in the first round, but maybe you sneak him in there at 30 to, you know, just really solidify that group of offensive weapons that you have. Uh, I mean, they I think they could, they have a luxury of really just taking the best player on their board here. Uh, and so, I mean, again, maybe outside linebacker, uh, defensive end, one of these defensive linemen, there won't be a lot going in the first round. 
maybe at this point you're getting pretty good value for him. And then the Bucks, I mean, it's the same thing. Maybe they take a quarterback. Maybe they take a guy, if they really like a guy, and they would take him in the second. You take him here, get the fifth-year option. Mills, Mond, Trask, I don't know if that's, I don't know, I mean, I don't know if that's what I would do, but that defensive line is strong. Linebackers are solid. Uh, maybe you trade out of that pick, you know, maybe trade out and just right. add picks in the second round. I could definitely see that. Right. Or continue to, or, I mean, strengthen that offensive line even further. But those two teams can just really just take the best player on their board and be good to go. And so, I mean, some were more solid predictions. Some were more just talking through it. But now at this point, we've officially (laughs) done it all. And so we just just wait and twiddle our thumbs for the next 24 hours or so. Going to just probably have NFL Network and ESPN on all day tomorrow. Yes, indeed. Nonstop, and and there will be whispers and rumors. There's always last minute reports. I remember in 2019, Diana Rossini talking about everything that was going on in Washington's war room about Dwayne Haskins and whatnot. Oh my goodness! We know that that won't be the case anymore in Washington. So at least yes. that's good. That is that is a good thing. Um, and then man, I, this is kind of random, but the Texans man sitting here with no first round picks should have the third pick. <sighs> Man, they're in a terrible, terrible spot. They are going to be the worst team in the NFL next year. Absolutely going to be. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I say that if Deshaun Watson plays, if he doesn't play, then they'll death. They might not win a game. Yeah, I can see. I can see that. I think that um, <laughs> they, <laughs> they should have traded uh, Watson on him too. They should have. They should have. They really should have. Uh, it's man, the Texans. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not a Texans fan right now. Yes. Maybe, oh maybe this is what it's always looked like to other teams for Washington all these years, but geez, man. So next time we talk, I guess we'll be tomorrow night, immediately after the draft talking about whatever it is that happened. Assuming they pick in the first round. What if Washington trades out of the first round? What do you think is going to happen? I'm saying, how would you feel if they traded out of the first round? Uh, I'll be blown. I mean, unless they're getting a first for next year, uh, I'm pretty blown. You know, like mm-hmm. it has to be a, a extra second, a third, and a first for be a trade out the first a first. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if it was a second this year, an extra second this year, and a second next year? Nah, it's not enough. Not I'm enough. Sorry. Yeah, no, I get it. Unless, unless you get Mar- Murray at thirty. Four, mm-hmm. something along the lines of that. But um, what are you thinking as far as uh, what's going to happen for Washington? Yep. Are we making our official predictions? Official predictions right now. I guess official, before we do our live yeah. pod, right? <laughs> official prediction for Washington. It's really tough for me to stay objective. Because obviously, you know what I want to happen, but I don't, I'm not going to predict that to happen because I just, because I I don't think it will, but also because if I predict it to happen, then it definitely won't happen, you know? And then, um, but something about them just sitting at 19 and just taking, you know, Jami Davis doesn't feel right either. So official prediction. Man. Okay. 
Let me think about this, Tay. <laughs> Let me think about this because there's so many possible scenarios and I thought about them all. I don't think they're going to be able to trade up for a quarterback. Okay, I'm just going to predict that they move out of 19, move back a few spots, and take Trevon Merrick. That's my prediction. My prediction is that they're going to trade back from 19 to – let me look. Let's see who's there. The Jets, the Steelers, the Titans. Let's say move back with the Jags. The Jags have a ton of picks. They have the 25th pick. Washington is going to move from 19 to 25. They're going to get probably an extra third, and they're going to draft Trevon Merrig. Mm, okay. I'm going to say that they are moving. Uh, man. Um, I'm going to say they move up to seven through nine and i think they no, get it has to be has to be exact has to be exact <laughs> and precise has to be a specific pick and a specific player <laughs> i have a feeling we end up with fields i think we're going to move up to eight with carolina due to the history with ron and the rest of them uh they're going eight, and it's going to be Fields. I think we leave tomorrow night happy, <laughs> and we end with Justin okay. Fields. That's definitely like those. Those drafting a quarterback is really the only circumstances where I get up and celebrate tomorrow. So what? Wow. Are you, so what do you? What are you going to do if uh, we draft a quarterback? Like, what's what's your unpredictable? Like, it's are you gonna watch? Are you gonna watch like <laughs> his film for like the next week or so? Dude, or, like... I mean, and the the funny thing is, like I've watched. There's a guy on on YouTube. His 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 YouTube channel is I think it's ZZ Liam ZZ. Let me make sure that that's right. Basically, what he does is he like he's he'll put all the plays together for these quarterbacks from each game, and once he's done all of them, he will he will put them all in one video, and it'll be every play from so and so's season. Mac Jones every play, Justin Fields every play, Trey Lance every play. I've watched these videos. I've watched every play. If they draft one of them, I'm going to go back and I'm going to like watch every play and pause and rewind. And <laughs> it's going to be insane. <laughs> now that's, I will say if they take a quarterback. I know what I'll be doing for the next couple months. I'm, I'm going to be watching everything, every interview. I can find every conversation with him, with his parents, with his cousins, with his friends, every possible thing that I can find, every, every tidbit of information that I could possibly find. I'm going to be watching. Yeah. Maybe it's for the best if they don't take a quarterback. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm interested to see what happens, man. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I'm looking forward to only way I'd, I'd be content is if Mary is there or Parsons. Those are, those are three players I, I really, really want. I, I'm going to say Parsons, Merrick and, um, and Fields and, and Lance. Sorry. Those are like four players. Like if we leave, if we leave tomorrow night with either one of those four, I'm 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 excited. Okay, yeah. If they get a quarterback, I'm getting up, running around somewhere. I don't know where. Maybe outside. Who knows? Um, I think one of the main things would be the excitement and the shock factor of it. Seeing 
it go from whatever team was on the clock to Washington. If it's just 19 and they're making the pick, it's kind of, you know, it's like they'll get a good player. It'd be kind of boring because we'll have an idea of who they're taking. We'll know who's available. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if it's one of these linebackers, safety linemen, we'll say, okay, well, they're taking him. If they move back, then it adds, again, kind of more shock fire. Washington's moving back. What did we get? And now we're going to take. So in terms of, you know, excitement and whatnot, I I would love for them to move forward or backwards just because at 19, we'll know the 18 players who will take in, who were taken before them, and we'll know, okay, well, they're taking one of these two or three guys, if not that one guy. But, yeah, man, right. so I, I like your prediction a lot more than mine, though, but I don't hate mine either if quarterback's not possible. I don't know, man. I, it's so weird this year. Like, last previous years, we know, like, who we were interested in, and it's, like, every reporter's guessing. I mean, we've heard, right. we've heard reports on everything. We've heard that they want to move up, that they don't want to move up, that they're looking at quarterback, that they're not. They like Fields, that they like Lance. You know, the mm-hmm. one name we haven't heard them tied to at all is Mac Jones. Exactly. At all. Not a word. Not a crazy, right? About Washington and Mac Jones. And so I mean <laughs> that That's crazy, right? And teams do they'll they'll not go to a guy's pro day, they'll not meet with the guy, and then they'll draft him. So that's that's interesting to me that he's the one name we haven't heard. And I'm not convinced he's going to um San Francisco. So yeah, that's something to take with wow. you. That's good. That's something to think about. There's a part of me that would just love to watch. I mean, wherever he goes, there's gonna have that that'll be the case. But yeah. that would just except for maybe New England. Actually, I feel like mm-hmm. Patriots fans probably won't be mad if they get Mac Jones. But I would love to watch the the explosion that would take place if yes. Washington took Mac Jones. Yes, I agree. Same for I 49ers. Agree. So yeah. Well, that's all I have got. I am I'm just now we're ready to, to just shut up until the draft and talk about yeah. what happened. Any yeah, anything I'm else you gotta get out before it happens? No man, let's just let's just do it, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll to this day. I'm more excited about day two than, than day one, honestly. But um, just because we have three picks. Yeah, but yeah, yeah let's, let's get it going, man. This is good, good talent here for now. All right. Well, as always, thank you for listening. This is Todd. This is Tate. We will talk again after Washington has chosen their new toy. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.